0: It's mid-April, and we're in the middle of a big sports championship season. And ask any fan, they'll tell you that in the end, it doesn't matter if it looks good just as long as that team wins. You know, the same could be said for your retirement plan. It's not as much about looking good as trending as much as being set up to win. Hello, and welcome to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and I appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. Bryce Payne, he's right here with me. Hey, Bryce, what's going on? How you doing, Doug? Got a little
1: uh, sore shoulder right now from uh, the tournament last week, so I'm still Uh-oh. trying to get over that. Yeah,
0: that disc golf is getting to you. Huh? It
1: is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there seems to always be a tournament, and
0: I'm always sore after every one. Well, it just means you're getting older.
1: I'm not getting younger.
0: <laughs> and for those of you who are new to the show, Ray Financial, and the Wealth Guardians, is a local independent firm that works with folks who are seven to 10 years from retirement, as well as already retired. You know, most people don't know how to turn their retirement savings accounts into steady flow of income once they aren't drawing that paycheck. I have focused my practice on retirement income planning. And history shows there's two powerful truths when it comes to finances and retirement. Number one, what got you to retirement will not necessarily get you through retirement, And the next one is a biggie. Number two, losses mean more than gains in retirement once you aren't drawing a paycheck.
1: Sure words never been spoke, Doug. And uh, for everyone out there to realize that we practice as fiduciaries, and not all advisors that you talk to do practice as fiduciaries, but we do, and that simply means that we are required, not that we choose to, we are required to make recommendations that are in your best interest alone, not ours.
0: Well, as normal, usual, before we get started, I have got to salute all of our military, our veterans, and our first responders for the sacrifices you make for us. We thank you so very, very much.
1: Yeah, and absolutely, and to the families as well, because we know you guys put in a big sacrifice as well, having to make ends meet without the, uh, the whole family being there. So thank you to the families of our uh, servicemen and women as well.
0: Well, Bryce, you know the last few weeks we've seen some great sporting events. We had the NCAA basketball championships. We had the Masters. My son Adam, he's a big hockey fan, and and you know I have to include the Carolina Hurricanes in this mix because you know a few years ago they actually won the Stanley Cup, and they've been in the playoffs. They're they're underdogs, but yeah, who knows? It's uh, it's a great time of year if you're a sports fan. Unless yeah. unless football, we have got to wait a few more months for that. So, Bryce, would you agree that the winners of these tournaments didn't always look good doing it right? Absolutely. Nope. There's a a lot of
1: victories out there that uh, uh, you back into that are sloppy, but uh, it still
0: gets you to the win. Well, let's take Virginia as a prime example, the college basketball champs. It was an interesting run. They were almost beaten several times. They didn't look good at some points. The fact is, they were kind of a boring team to watch. They didn't score a lot of points. They played good defense. And their style might not have been good-looking. So with low scores, not a lot of action, but they won. They were the champs. The lesson here, you don't always have to look good to win. And the same principle applies to retirement planning, especially within a few years, either side of retirement. We're going to talk about why so many people get hurt investing and how to prevent that. Talking about it now, because the markets are a trending topic. They're volatile. And December was the worst December in stock market history. And, you know, we quickly reversed those losses. In fact, we're back to all-time highs on some of the indices. We are. So, Bryce, I think it's time to share some facts. Okay, very good. Uh, It's going to be today's show, and there are two facts
1: that we want to spotlight. One, many market indexes are near all-time highs right now. We've got the uh, Dow, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ. The Dow Jones broke through 2,600 last year. Uh, S&P 500 just broke 2,900 barrier, and it's getting close to 3,000. And number two, we are in one of the longest, strongest bull market runs in history. And Doug, when we add up these two facts, it's perfectly understandable why many people are blind to risk and a potential market correction.
0: Oh, it's so true. What's that old saying? Time heals all wounds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ringing the true, it rings true when, when we regard investing as people start to forget that last major downturn. You know, that market downturn occurred over 10 years ago. Yeah,
1: 11 years now.
0: Historically, there's been at least one recession every decade dating back to 1850. And so far, we haven't had one in this decade, so we're overdue. It's coming. Almost all economic and market pundits agree. Problem is, few people are acting like it when it comes to investing. They're just getting complacent. Now, why on earth would that be, Doug? Well, I've got a few theories. One is that uh, while a lot of people will agree that uh, uh, corrections do, they just don't want to go out and, and buck the trend. And they don't want to look bad for fear of being ridiculed or taking heat from friends and colleagues about not investing aggressively you know, while this market's hot. Okay. Uh, let me give you a sports analogy here. NBA Hall of Famer Rick Barry... He's a great shooter, especially from the foul line. He shot close to 90 percent in his career, which at the time of his retirement was the highest in the NBA. But he's not remembered for his great percentage as much as he's remembered for how he looked when he was shooting free throws. He shot the ball granny style. Just like I do. Up from his knees, yeah, underhanded. He did it because it produced a softer shot and had a higher probability of going in. And style didn't look good, but it was very effective. Every coach and player knows you have to score as many points as possible to win, but most players cared more about how they looked versus the effectiveness, and so they wouldn't make that change. Rick was one of the few that didn't care how he looked. He cared about winning. Now here's a true story. In 1962, Wilt Chamberlain scored a record 100 points in a single game. In that game, he made 28 free throws. And typically through his career, he was only 51% free throw shooter at best. But that night, he shot 88% from the line. Now, that night, he shot underhanded just like Rick Barry. And then he never did it again.
1: Now you have to wonder why, if, if it was so effective, why would he not take that back
0: and do that again? Well, to quote Wilt, he said, "I felt silly, like a sissy shooting underhand. I know it was wrong to feel that way when it worked, but I just couldn't do it. It just wasn't just Wilt. Hey, Shaquille O'Neal, yeah. one of the worst free throw shooters ever. Not what he's known for." Free throw shooting was so bad, they nicknamed him Hack-A-Sack. <laughs> hack shack yeah. So Rick Barry approached him and said one night and said, Hey, uh, why don't you try my underhanded style? And he refused. He apparently said something along the lines of, I'd rather shoot zero. <laughs> so Will and Shaq refused to adopt the successful technique just because they were worried about being made fun of and not wanting to be different and go against the trend. Here's another sports analogy. In the Super Bowl a couple years ago, the Atlanta Falcons were up on the New England Patriots 28 to 9. I remember this game. I was so happy. And with 10 minutes remaining, Patriots started making a comeback. But if the Falcons had done a few things differently, no way New England was going to win. With 4.45 remaining, Atlanta was still up by 8. Their quarterback threw an awesome pass to Julio Jones for an amazing reception near the Patriots' 20. Falcon coach had to make a decision. He could keep the gas on and try to score a touchdown and really make a statement, or he could get conservative and run the ball, or have Matt Ryan take a knee for three straight plays, force New England to use up all their timeouts, and then Atlanta could kick a field goal and ice it. Either way, Atlanta wins. We know what the Falcons elected to do. They went aggressive, went for the touchdown, but Matt Ryan got sacked. The team got a holding penalty. They got pushed back, and they had to punt instead of a field goal. My heart's sinking all over again. I remember this. New England got another chance, tied the game, went into overtime, and, of course, they ultimately won the game. For weeks, there was so much criticism and evaluation on the Falcons' decision not to be more conservative and take time off the clock. And even though the scoring the touchdown would have looked better, the conservative approach would have won the game. Taking the risk costs them. Preparing for retirement is a lot the same in that you win more by not losing.
1: Okay, Doug, I've got another one for you, and particularly because I don't want to leave – on a break with us talking about how the patriots won <laughs> so a, another super bowl so you might remember a couple of weeks ago on the european tour tiger woods found himself in a little bit of a pickle he had missed the green he, his ball had landed up under a bush with only about a 1 foot ceiling and it was the bush was on the left-hand side so tiger had no way of getting onto the the left side of the ball he gets down on his knees. He breaks out what I presume was some kind of wedge. Down on his knees, left-handed, and is hitting the practicing hitting the ball like a baseball bat. Swings and chips it out and brings it from about 50 feet out right up to within about 5 feet of the hole. It was an unbelievable shot. Did he care how he looked when he did this?
0: Tiger cares about winning and winning only. No. That was amazing. I don't, I don't know. He's probably the only person in the world that could have done that yeah it
1: was it, that's that was the highlight of the entire the entire tournament was that one shot alone and of course it was a great prelude to how he continued to win just a couple of weeks later for the, the first time in a long time won the masters and you don't get that way by worrying about how you look. It's just about whether or not you're using the effective strategy to get you the win in the end. And that's what Tiger did, and that's what the real pros in the end do to get those wins time and time again. It doesn't matter how they look. And power to the Patriots. They tend to do it time and time again, and it doesn't matter how they look. though Somehow they always look good doing it.
0: Well, you know, it just uh, goes to say you've got to be able to change your strategies, and when you get into the retirement phase of life, that is definitely a time to change your strategy. We open the show saying what got you to retirement is not that necessarily going to get, get you through retirement. Exactly, yep. So, folks, uh, you know, that's what we specialize in. I think we do a pretty doggone good job of it. We have retired a lot of folks Out of our triad and our Charlotte offices. And uh, as far as I know, Bryce, I don't think anybody's had to come out of retirement. Uh, not, they haven't had to. Now, whether or not they choose to is a
1: different story. We could, we could tell a few of those stories, but you're right. We get our clients to where they can live the type of retirement that they want to without worrying. And, uh, folks, we appreciate you listening. We're going to come back and talk more about how you look versus your actual strategy. Uh, we're up against a quick break. You are listening to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. And if you like what you're hearing, consider like us on Facebook, uh, Wealth Guardians Radio. And when we come back, we'll continue this conversation about being focused on winning versus simply looking good. Wealth Guardian's radio show. Welcome back to the Wealth Guardians Radio Show. We help our clients retire the job, not the paycheck. And for listeners who are 7 to 10 years out or closer to retirement and like to confirm that they're making the best decisions for retirement, we offer a no-cost, no-obligation second opinion to make sure that you are actually on the right path for your retirement. We can be reached at 336-391-3409. Or you can look us up on our interweb at www.thewealthguardians.com. Now, Doug, before the break, we were having a lot of fun discussing it's not how you look, but just how that you win. In the first half, you gave some great examples of how various sports stars were focused too much on the need to look good and not buck the trend. And boy, did it cost them. So how does that mindset relate to investing and preparing for retirement. Take us through that analogy now.
0: Well, the main concept is that avoiding major losses that actually results in more gain and sometimes folks are hesitant to do what it takes to t- change the strategy that focuses on wealth preservation versus solely on gain because it doesn't look good. Yes. Worried about looking silly or doing something different than most people and sometimes quite honestly they get greedy thinking they, they can beat the risk and get that big gain. Especially 10 years after the last market downturn, they forgot the pain they suffered then. Smart investors don't care how it looks, and they don't get greedy. Understand growing wealth is a process over a long period, and it includes bull and bear markets. While making the most of a bull market important, smart investors realize it's more important to avoid letting the bear markets take those gains away. That's very true. Losses in investing count more than gains, and that is even more true as you approach or are in retirement. Equal percentage gains and losses aren't equal. In sports, if you're down by seven points, all you got to do is get seven more points to get back to even. Or in golf, if you're down by two strokes, all you need is two strokes to get back to even. In investing, it doesn't work that way. Let me give you an example. Let's say you have $100,000 in a portfolio. It's in a go-go mutual fund. You put it there because you heard somebody bragging about it at a cocktail party. <laughs> well, that year, the market loses 50%. Your fund is down to $50,000. The next year, you get lucky. The market regains its 50%. So now your $50,000 has grown by 50%, but is it back to even? Nope. It's $75,000, is not it? So to get your 50000 back to your 100000 you have to get a 100% gain. And that happens all the time, right? Oh, yeah, every day. Absolutely. And the reason this is so important is the higher the loss, the more damage is done. Losses count more than gains. Folks, am I trying to drive this home? So if you lose by 10%, then all you have to do is get an 11% return to get back to even. That's doable, especially you know when the current market changes. A single-digit loss is considered normal, and it's going to happen from time to time. And if you're going to invest, it's going to keep going up and down. There's going to be periods of loss. No money manager can prevent all losses, but you can limit your losses. Like I said, a 10% loss, all we need is 11% to get back to even. A 5% loss, all we need is about 6% to get back to even. But now when you start losing 20%, we need like 25%. And if you lose 50%, like I said before, you've got to have 100%. It's got to double to get back to even. Now, if you let it get really bad, if you lose 80%, like happened in the dot-com bust back in 2000, 2002, if you lose 80%, you've got to have a 400% gain to get back to even. And that's just not going to happen.
1: That's going to set your retirement back at least a few months.
0: Oh, you're done. (laughs) Put a fork in it. You just can't recover from that without a a super long period of time. You know, we've focused on the percentages, but let's put it in perspective in terms of time. If you lost 20%, you need 25% to get back to even. So if you make 3% a year, that's going to take seven and a half years. If you make 5%, it's going to take about five years. What happens if you lose 40% like a lot of folks did back in 2008? You have to get 67% to get back to even. At 3% per year, that's going to be 17 years. At 5%, it's going to take you 10 years.
1: And that's not even counting taking withdrawals out at the same time, if that's your situation.
0: Yeah. I mean, and if you could consistently make 8%, which is considered very good, It'd take you over six years to break even. So, how many folks, seven to 10 years from retirement or even in retirement, can afford to spend five to 10 years just getting back to even? And really, like Bryce just said, if you're in retirement and you're taking money out to live off of, it's going to be virtually impossible for you to catch up. So, this highlights why it's so critical not to be in a position to take big hits. You just can't be greedy and can't worry about how it looks to keep your portfolio safe and protected. Smart investors realize our current market is at all-time highs. It's the second longest bull market, and it's well overdue for a major correction. Often, this can be the tipping point, so you've got to keep your eyes open. Take at least last year's fourth quarter to take an example. You know, the volatility picked up. It went quickly down. As I said before, December was the worst December in market history. Christmas Eve was the worst Christmas Eve in market history. But fortunately, this year, things rebounded. And rebounded nicely. And it rebounded nicely. And now here we are sitting at new all-time highs. But don't get greedy. Don't be greedy. Don't worry about how it would look to make some changes that can have money participating in growth, but protected from loss. You've worked too hard to worry about all of this going to pot at this stage of your game. And Doug, this would be a great time to remind our listeners about
1: what we offer, that second opinion on their current portfolio allocation. Folks, what we do is a no-cost, no-obligation review of your current situation, and we put it through some stress tests, and we take a look at how your retirement would look If you didn't make any changes, you just kept riding the market as you're doing now, and quite honestly, a lot of people, I would say 95% of the people that we meet with are very surprised to learn how much risk they're actually taking. They're really interested in looking good and not protecting their nest egg, even though they say that they want to. So again, folks, it's very easy to get this done. Call us to schedule. Come in. Get a a session. Let us run some reports to show you the current risk and fees. See if we can improve on your current strategies so you can prevent even the potential of big losses. And again, you can give us a call, 336-391-3409. And our website, just so that you've got it, www.thewealthguardians.com. Reach out to us. We don't bite. We'd love to help
0: you. Yeah, and Bryce, let me highlight uh, what they're going to get if they do come to us for a second opinion. We're going to do a lot of work for you, and it's absolutely free, and there's no obligation on your part. Number one, we're going to do a Social Security Optimization Report for everybody. We're going to build it into a written income plan for you. Then we're going to take your portfolio, and we're going to put a real uh, examination to it. We're going to do a risk analysis of your portfolio. We're going to do a risk tolerance of you and see if the two match up. Ninety percent of the time, they don't. Then we're going to analyze the fees that you pay. Almost 100 percent of the folks we see haven't got a clue as to how much in fees they're paying. And I'll tell you what, we had a situation last week, Bryce, where we met with some folks. Turns out they were paying 5.3% on their portfolio with a major brokerage firm. They had no clue. And in the past six years, they'd only averaged 0.69% per year. After the fees. After all those fees. So you'll learn that, folks. Then you're going to learn what we would recommend, how we're going to keep you out of trouble in a bear market, how we're going to limit your losses, and we're going to compare your plan side by side with our plan, we're going to compare our fees to their fees, we're going to compare our risk to your risk, and then we'll let you make the decision. It's usually not a hard decision to make. It it usually isn't. So, folks, it's a great time to do this. You know, we're meeting with new folks every week to examine their current situation. Markets are at all time highs. Let us show you how your current strategies would perform in a big hit. Let's show it to you in black and white. Put it out there. We're going to put it to you in a written, binded plan. And ask yourself how confident are you in the current situation should a major correction occur? Are you protected? Are you positioned for a big risk? Let's go back to the Falcons example. Oh, yeah, Yeah, you want to make gains, but how can you do that with minimal risk? Buy and hold strategy is not appropriate as you approach retirement. Technology has helped investment portfolios automatically identify volatility and switch to a more protected position. We have this technology. Likewise, let's take advantage of up markets to ride the wave up, but when volatility ramps up, let's protect against the big hit. Investors who fail to consider risk and are more focused on running up the score could be at risk of a huge loss. And we'll say it one more time. Limiting losses is so important to successful wealth accumulation and successful retirement income, it's critical. Absolutely critical. You know, the end of last year gave us a sneak peek, and it scared a few folks. And some went too far in the other direction and realized they weren't protected. They pulled out and went to cash, and then they missed the rise up. Neither extreme is the best strategy.
1: No, they really aren't. So I'd like to invite everyone out there to take advantage of a second opinion offer that we're talking about. It's a second opinion of your current situation to make sure you have the level of control and protection of your retirement assets so that you can confirm that your strategy is one, participate and protect. Not just participate, but participate and protect. And let us show you how to retire the job, yet keep the paycheck going. So call us at 336-391-3409. And visit us on the web, www.thewealthguardians.com. We've got a lot of helpful information on the web. Uh, Doug, uh, just name off one of the top two or three things that you, you see on our website that you think would be helpful to the people out there.
0: Well, obviously, we're going to start with a Social Security report. We've got a lot of great information on that website that they can download. You know, Just browse it, and, and whatever uh, rings true to you, just, just download it. And again, I'm going to throw out uh, you know, a challenge. Markets at all-time highs. Let's get a second opinion before it's too late. Bryce and I will see you next week. Thanks for listening.